Okay. Okay. How are we doing? Let's go ahead and start, I guess. <laughs> you don't sound so excited about that. I'm tired. <laughs> Welcome. God damn it. You weren't saying anything, so I was going to be like, hello. All right, go ahead. Hello. Hi, everybody. God, that's fucking loud. I'm sorry. Everybody's ears. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Rated C for F Word, a fan fiction podcast. My name is Ariel. And my name is Spencer. My name is Spencer. (laughs) I can't control my volume output. Anyway. Welcome back if you're returning, if this is somehow your first episode, welcome. What are you doing here? Go back to episode one. <laughs> Don't go to episode one. We're so awkward. Every time I think about episode one already, I'm like, no. <laughs> anyway, um, just wanted to say, hey, welcome back if you're here. Anyway, we don't have much to talk about. <laughs> We're recording this episode extremely late, um... Yeah, we got our shots on Saturday. Second our dose. Second dose, and I was being grumpy on Friday, <laughs> so we didn't get this recorded sooner than we wanted to, so now we're a little bit late. But so. it'll still be out on time, so it's all good. Um, if you guys haven't gotten your second dose of the vaccine yet, uh, if you can, prepare for it. Um, like, schedule time off from either work or school, um, because... It, it's it's definitely worse the second time. It's still livable, of course, but the the f- combination of the fever, the body aches, and the headache really does kind of make you immobile for a while. We're on day three, and we're we're still feeling sick. Um, but also get vaccinated. <laughs> it's important. We've got so much shit planned since the last time we saw you guys. I've set us up for VIP tickets for like my dream concert, and it's going to happen. I'm going. <laughs> Get vaccinated or I will find you. <laughs> because this is something Spencer can Welcome attest. to our podcast where we threaten our <laughs> listeners. Where I threaten to find you. <laughs> and once I find you, I'll do absolutely nothing because I am small. I'll be, I am so small. I'll be really grumpy at you. <laughs> and then I'll probably cry because, as Spencer can attest to, I've talked about wanting to go to this concert for so long and not thinking that it would happen. So the fact that it is is amazing. Just to date our uh, our freaking podcast again. We're we still date. during the COVID times. I dated every time. I know we dated. <laughs> well, if that's the case, also make sure to go wish my girlfriend a happy birthday because it was her birthday this it last would, weekend. It looks like it would already be late at this point. Yeah, but then it would be even greater when people <laughs> wish you a happy birthday like four years from now and it'll be like super late. <laughs> I mean, maybe if they do it exactly around this time of year, four years from now, it'll be... Uh, that'll be my 33rd birthday. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> You're old. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, let's go ahead and get into the, the trope this week before we get too ridiculously sidetracked and I have to cut through 15 minutes of B-roll again, <laughs> like I did last week. Um, so this week's trope is fix it. Fix it? Fix it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Well, clearly it has to be something with Wreck-It Ralph, and only <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph. They have their entire genre. It, it definitely is Fix-It Felix, and that's a... I don't know why, but I always my brain always thinks Tech-It, 
that weird Minecraft server we played on very well. Me very briefly. You played it on, on it a lot. I was like, that's not even close. Uh, fix it sounds like something. That's weird. Uh, I feel like I could go a few ways with this. The one I want to say is it's. The one I want to say is it feels like more of like a trope where there is a problem that's occurring in the fanfiction universe and they're trying to fix the problem and i know that's the most basic way <laughs> of saying it kind of like something happened to one of the main characters and they're trying to fix the uh how they're feeling or okay so do you mean is it something canonical like character a dies so they write a story to so character a doesn't die or is it something imagined that the author is fixing so is it something in universe that they're trying to fix or something they think is wrong that they're trying to fix i think it's more of something the author thinks is wrong and they're trying to fix okay because frankly it feels kind of more like it's a situation where they didn't like something that the original author wrote and they're like oh i'm gonna fix this so it's better <laughs> even though it might just make it worse okay it also could feel like something where it's a situation where it's like something in the universe where it's like oh, something happened to character B, so character A is trying to fix that problem. But okay. it feels way too open, so I can't tell you. No, um, I was just fucking with you because both of those are actually correct. Um, you are 100% on on this one. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it... <laughs> We're not going to have any problem finding a story for this one because, as you can probably imagine, just with the how fan fiction is in general... Fix It is extremely popular, um, to the point that most people actually don't tag it, and it's still a Fix It fic anyway, because the whole point of fan fiction is to imagine new things in the world of the story. And... Almost like a better version of the yeah. story in itself. Yeah, exactly. Like So, getting into the definition, this one's from fanlore.org. Um, fix It Fix changed something about canon that the author wasn't happy with. Um, so, But it can also be an imagined thing as well like like i implied like um for example some of the things that uh fix it fix 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 it fix fix i did say it right i just did i had to do it again um (laughs) so plot holes um continuity errors um inconsistent characterization um character death and of course ships you know the important one (laughs) fix it (laughs) fixing it this just sounds like something that someone honestly would just literally go on to Reddit and just be like, in this chapter of Harry Potter, I'm just going to fix like this one thing with the time turner because <laughs> sorry to go back to Harry Potter so soon, but it just feels like something that's like, oh, they, you know, J.K. Rowling said this in sentence A that, you know, with time turner, it's like this, this would contradict this because why just not turn time turner all the way back and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just. It, it feels it's very generic it's for picky. Yeah, it feels. Yeah, that's the that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, nerd's favorite pastime. Nerd. Uh, nerd picking. <laughs> nerd picking. <laughs> nerd picking. <laughs> A lot of nerd picking. Let me pick some nerds. <laughs> it's extremely nerdy. Um. So yeah, you got a you got a point. Good job. Um. So you Thank actually you. get to pick the IP, and I'm gonna let you do it this time because I shouldn't have a problem finding, uh, anything. That you want us to look at. So here is our list. And of course, if there's something not on there that you want, totally fine. 
I can hear you licking your feet through the microphone, bud. <laughs> you should have left that out of context. That sounds like I was <laughs> licking my own feet. Well, you've got a weird thing with feet. I mentioned your feet at least once per episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Bubber. Stop that. I was like thinking to myself, how can I make this as difficult as possible? <laughs> Guaranteed, whatever you pick, there will be something. Uh, I want to do something that someone that they would actually care about. Yeah. So let's, if you had let's... to, if you had to, let's, before we pick yours, if you had to guess an IP that has a huge amount of fix it fix, just kind of off our list, what would you think Harry would Potter. be? <laughs> I mean, Harry Potter has a lot of everything, so that's not fair. Um, Something with a bad ending. Oh, I mean, you could say Lost. Yeah, well, nobody writes lost fan fiction except me. Um, but you yeah. also say like something with the bad ending. Well, I have it's to look half through. that list. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like looking at it. I'm like, oh, she wants me to say one specific thing out of no. 45 different things. Here. No, the thing about that question is you could have said pretty much anything on that list and it would have it. But like stuff like Game of Thrones, for example. Full Metal Alchemist. You want to do Full Metal Alchemist? Full okay. Metal Alchemist. <laughs> Full Metal. Full Alchemist. Metal Alchemist. <laughs> well, now you now we have to do that as the segue between parts. <laughs> Full metal alchemist. <laughs> okay, um, so you guys are going to hear some elevator music while I find a fic, and when we come back, we'll read it. Full metal alchemist. Okay, we are back. Um, unsurprisingly, there were plenty of stories to pick from uh, with this one, even within our word count. The one I got, I think, is it's fine. <laughs> uh, so, you know, earlier when I had mentioned to you that, you know, think of think of IPs that have kind of bad endings that basically nobody likes. The funny thing about Fullmetal Alchemist is that it actually had a pretty good ending. Not a lot of people were pissed. So most of the stories stories i found were actually about conqueror of shambhala do you even remember that movie i don't know if i ever saw that movie there was no reason to it was terrible (laughs) okay good. (laughs) it was an alternate alternate reality i guess um where there was no alchemy um alphonse was still alive and a human um there were a bunch of other weird changes. It was just really odd. Um, I don't remember much about it other than being like, oh, well, that was dumb. Um, and it's not even really canon. So <laughs> it's just kind of stupid. So a lot of the stories were actually about Conqueror of Shambhala. Um, so I think that was interesting. Anyway, the one we have today is... <laughs> I didn't even look at the author's name. This story is called Back Home by... PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know PewDiePie made fan fiction. <laughs> that one's almost as funny as Gay Boy Color <laughs> from our first episode. I love people's. I love authors' names. All right. So this is on AO3, of course. So let's go ahead and get started because this one's a little long. All right. 
fucking with the can. She's going to make your life hell. I'm petting her. She's going to come over and touch you. <laughs> or just whack you with her tail, apparently. All right, here we go. He only ever remembers sometimes. The little differences will cause him to remember that he's just been pretending they've been the same person the whole time. Like when the man lights up a cigarette, which is something he'd probably never do if it had really been him. He takes a long drag, and Edward watches him exhale a perfect ring of smoke into the somewhat dusty air. He's still stunned by how, about how much they look alike, even now. This world's Roy looks out of the open window, watches the people go by down below. It's getting later, with the sun having just set, leaving behind ribbons of light as the stars come out to greet them. When Roy puts out his cigarette, he looks at Ed, a small smile on his face, as he unwraps a candy and puts it in his mouth. Ed watches him come closer with that familiar smirk of his. At least that's the same. Um, so this world's Roy, the conqueror of Shambhala's Roy, is um, nicer, I guess. Uh, less of an asshole and a pervert. <laughs> and also apparently fucking Edward, as we find out in a minute. Yay. <laughs> it's almost easy to forget. Um, Roy, Mustang Edward, is probably the second most popular ship in this fandom. Uh, second only, unfortunately, to... Um, How old you, was Edward? guess? How old was Edward in this... An adult. At this point. Okay. Anyway, the most popular ship in this IP is uh, Incest. It's the supernatural problem. Yeah. The two main characters are brothers. That's I can't say I'm fun. surprised by that whatsoever. I know. It's gross. <laughs> At least one is a giant metal suit, so it's not that bad. Well, okay. that's why they like Conqueror Incest of Shambhala. is not okay. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> that's why they like Conqueror of Shambhala, because he's got his own body. Anyway, it's almost easy to forget that he's not the same Roy Mustang Edward knows. Well, new. There's no way Ed would be able to go back without the use of alchemy, which, of course, doesn't work here. He's got the same face with the same expressions, the same voice and the same body, the same damn eyes, which always have Ed's attention. Their personalities are somewhat similar in some ways, yet their actions and choices and other things perhaps not as much. Ed doesn't even know his last name, though. Perhaps that's why it's so easy to pretend that this man is Roy Mustang and not someone else. Their lips connect all too suddenly, and Ed loses himself in him, the taste of, bless you. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> uh, the taste of artificial strawberry candy and cigarettes and something else. Excuse you, you are interrupting our recording. He pulls the band out of his hair, letting it fall naturally wherever it may as Roy undoes the buttons on his vest. He can tell it's raining now. The second it's the sound is loud since the window hasn't been closed. This this isn't something Roy would do either. Roy wouldn't kiss him. Roy wouldn't undress him like this. Wouldn't be so intimate with him, not ever. When their lips part for breath, Ed almost whispers a colonel or a general, but stops himself short before he can make that mistake. But honestly, it's not like the man would hear him anyway with how loud the rain now is. This isn't really Roy. He forces himself to remember. This Roy is a stranger, some silhouette, honestly unrecognizable if not for the face. And when his fingers touch Ed's spare chest, he pretends that this isn't the case again, pretends this is his Roy once more, and it works quite well, at least for a while. 
Roy helps him take off the prosthetic limbs that the man swears will just get in the way. Ed supposes he doesn't mind much, even though his stumps are now aching from the rain. I think also in this world, um, the uh, Ed's prosthetic limbs um, just don't, they aren't as well animated, I guess. Um, I think the, the connections on them, he's not able to like move them like he can in the normal the normal show. Well, I'm assuming if he can't use alchemy to get back, he can't use alchemy on his prosthetic limbs as well. Yeah, he can't use alchemy at all. There's no alchemy in this, this well, alternate he, reality, he which is why it's so boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, How's this fixing it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It was a little harsh. <laughs> wrong and when i got to this point i was like what are we doing i don't understand <laughs> don't worry i guess they get into it <laughs> wasn't this guy when just... you say into it do you mean into each other oh yeah but also okay. into like what the story is about <laughs> wasn't this guy just clear though ed wonders if magically his emotions could be connected to the weather or if it's just a coincidence the truth wins and a coincidence it is <laughs> such a weird line Edward misses home more than anything, misses the real Al and the real Roy and Winry and everyone else. He misses being 15 and getting into trouble, misses the long train rides from Central to Resin Bowl, misses his old house with his father's books and his mother, and misses being a kid. And getting... He doesn't miss anything about his father, don't lie to me. <laughs> I know, I was like, no he doesn't, fuck off. <laughs> and getting into fights with Al, he'd always lose. He misses going on missions and writing boring reports, the lectures. He misses the long journey he and Al went on together, looking for the damn stone that got Ed into this mess. And Edward doesn't even know if his sacrifice worked, if Al is really okay on the other side, because he's, because he's still alive after all, which either means it didn't work, or Dante was right to be the, op the opposite extreme. Equiv ugh. The opposite extreme. Equivalent exchange is a lie, and Ed and Al both got something for nothing. He hopes that Al made it, real body and everything, because Ed's got no way of knowing, and hope is really all he has left in the end. Edward, what's wrong? Roy questions, drawing him away from his thoughts and back to reality. He didn't even know he's been crying, hasn't been completely aware of what's been going on for the past few minutes. When did he become completely undressed? <laughs> Go on. Are you okay? Do you want to stop? Yes, please stop. Edward shakes his head. He needs the distraction if he's completely honest. His left hand is shaking when he reaches up to bring Roy closer, to kiss him, and to not let himself have the time to think about anything else. And Roy holds onto his left thigh to keep it up in the spot he needs to be, since Ed has a hard time keeping it up alone. <laughs> he can't keep it up by himself <laughs> we're talking about his leg but my mind is like that's bad phrasing <laughs> <clears throat> it's long nights with roy like these that makes that make ed's heart ache the most when the sun is out ed often daydreams about going home when he knows it's pretty much next to impossible and that realization hurts but even when night falls he's still forcing himself to pretend that this person the one kissing and touching him like no one ever has is the same person he really loves and that hurt and that hurts worse because he knows the truth even if he seems to forget most of the time he never completely forgets of course i really don't like this constant back and forth of like i need to remember i'm making myself forget but i need to remember no i'm gonna force myself to forget it's like just fucking pick one i have something nitpicky for the very end so i want to see where it goes okay 
this drama. It's like, shut up. <laughs> Just let him be happy. Roy breaks apart their lips to speak. Edward, he whispers, and Ed hums in response, pressing his lips to Roy's shoulder, tied his face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blow a raspberry into soldier. <laughs> <laughs> that would get him to stop. Yes, my love. <laughs> you seem off. What's the matter? Nothing, Edward answers too quickly, pulling back to see Roy's knitted eyebrows and frown. So he quickly comes up with an excuse. Stump's ache is all. He presses a hand to his chest near his right shoulder. It's not a lie, but it isn't exactly what's wrong. Are they bothering you? Do they hurt that much? Roy sounded genuinely concerned, and that's one thing Ed really does love about this world's Roy. Well, he never really got to know Roy Mustang very personally, but he hopes the real Roy has a side like this, too. Gentle, caring, hopes that man is not always arrogant or smug-sounding all the time. No, he pretty much is. (laughs) I don't like Mustang that much. I know you don't like Mustang that much. (laughs) I find him highly overrated. He's just an anime hot boy. (laughs) It's a wonderful day to cry. <laughs> or it's a hor- I don't know what the phrase goes. It's a terrible day for rain. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that one. That the one. one I said. The meme line. All fix, right. that out. <laughs> fix that in post. <laughs> Ed shrugs with a little sigh, and Roy massages both his shoulder and thigh for him, easing it just a little, and Edward finds himself in another daydream, wishing that this Roy was the real Roy. He hopes he'll get out. He hopes he'll get to find out for himself one day. <laughs> I don't really like this line. Like, I can understand, like, why the author is annoyed with Conqueror of Shambhala. But, like, to imply that this Roy isn't real is kind of reductive. I mean, just because it's an alternate universe doesn't mean it's not real, you know? So, I, I get it. Like, it w- if you were, if you traveled between dimensions, other versions of people you know would probably feel like not the same person but they'd still feel real right so i don't like this line but i don't know i think i'm just invested in alternate universes because i like undertale okay continue because i i'm continuing i i have i have nitpicky stuff for the end i'm sorry (laughs) thanks to his father and alphonse and envy edward is able to leave this world and travel back through the gate to his own but he has to leave his father behind i know just suddenly i'm going back (laughs) Three weeks later. <laughs> I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> I hope you don't mind our special moment we have together is now over with. I wanted to remain here anyway, he assures Ed, smiling a little. Here, I can live out the rest of my life in this body. The one your mother, the, the one your mother loved. <laughs> your mother. <laughs> I've got a... Don't make fun of how I talk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Words are hard sometimes. The one you boys recognize as your father. And after you go, I'll destroy the gate. Hohenheim hunks him goodbye, and then Ed turns to a coughing Alphonse. Thank you for helping me get back to my own world, for helping me out while I was here, he tells him, and Alphonse grips, grasps his shoulder. I won't live much longer, but as long as you are alive, there will be someone out there in the world, in some world who will remember me and everything I achieved, everything I lived for in my world. Thank you, Ed, for helping me get closer to my dream. Oh, yeah, I forgot. In this world, in this movie, Alphonse is dying anyway. So, oh, that's good. Yeah, as a person who's, you know, me, who Alphonse is my favorite character, I was like, okay, cool. So fuck me regardless, I guess. So where's Winry in this movie? Uh, I don't think she's in it. I don't remember if she is or not. No, she must be. I just don't remember. 
I don't remember much of that movie. I saw it once and I was like, that sucked. <laughs> I never thought about it again. I had the DVD for a while, though. I wonder if we still have it. I'll have to ask my mom. With a hug, he turns to Roy. Thank you for making my time here better. I'm sorry I have to go and leave you behind, but this is what I want. <laughs> Shit. To go and leave you behind. To leave you. That's what I want. Is That's to leave what you. I want. <laughs> That's really badly worded. <laughs> I have a chance to go back home to everyone I know and love. Wow. And I'm going to take it. Jesus Christ. I understand. I guess this is goodbye, Ed. I'll miss you. Edward smiles. He won't miss Roy. <laughs> I added that. That's not in there. <laughs> He's finally going home after three years. When he wakes up, He's in the underground city beneath Central. There's smoke everywhere from the destroyed rocket Alphonse gave him, and he coughs, putting a hand on his head. Landing needs landing needs some work still, he chuckles to himself. He tries to get up, but the prosthetic leg is broken to hell and back, and he just and he just ends up falling down. The arm isn't too beaten up, so he looks around for some material. He ends up finding a piece of wood from one of the broken houses and crawls the best he can over to it clapping his hands to turn it into a crutch. He turns the broken leg. <laughs> yeah, you, just hey, crutch. To, you just have to. <laughs> I did it. I, applause. Yes, I know how full metal alchemist works. I'm just being <laughs> ass. I'm sorry. He turns the broken leg into a second one and uses both of the crutches to stand and extremely slowly makes his way out of this place. It looks to him as though a fight had taken place here, judging by how destroyed this place is and all of the blood. Yet there's no one to be found. Brother? His head snaps into the direction of El's voice, and suddenly he's being hugged. Brother, it's really you. I knew you were alive. Al? I lost my memories of the years we spent together when you somehow brought me back, and for the past three years, I remembered nothing after we tried to bring Mom back. And that, that had been the last time I'd remembered seeing you. But I just knew that you were alive. Weird. Why does Al have memory loss? If you lost your memories, then how did you find this place? Good question. I'm just going to be held up about, like, Edward snapping his neck, where he just breaks his neck. (laughs) It's just like, he breaks his neck. (laughs) Brother? Brother? You're dead. (laughs) Al pulls away, grinning. Easy. Wrath showed me the way. Wrath did. Yeah, but I had to transmute him to... I had to transmute him to open the gate, although when I did, my memories had all returned. I remember everything now. You died here, and V killed you, and I saved you with the Philosopher's Stone, only for you to turn around and save me and disappear for three years. This is some real fuckery to get these two timelines to line up. (laughs) I was beyond the gate, on the other side, in another world where alchemy doesn't work like it does here. Dad finally found a way to send me back. And apparently, you and Wrath figured out how to open the gate, too. Another world, Al questions, looking over at the gate. Ed nods, looking down at the ground, and then Al really notices. Brother, your leg. I lost the arm and leg that you returned to me That you returned to me when I saved you, and I don't regret it. I'll have Winry fix me up later, but for now, let's destroy this gate and get out of here. And <laughs> this is just a lot of plot discussion to get to the point where Ed and the real Roy fuck. Everyone is quite shocked to see the 18-year-old back. Oh, look at that. He's conveniently adult-aged now. Great, because huh. Mustang is an adult and Edward is a teenager. So let me get this straight. Uh-huh. He's been stuck in this alternative world for three years. Yeah, and that's um, canonically online with how long it's been in, like... 
the the alternate timeline as well. So both timelines are on the same path of time. So <laughs> he which is just weird. Fucked when he was fifteen. Oh yeah. That's just something you don't think about when you ship Mustang and Edward Elric. Because, I mean, the other half of the fandom is shipping incest. So, you know what? It's problematic all over. <laughs> and then there are pe- the people who ship Winnie. I'm not going to give it a pass. No. I know. No, I'm not Fuck either. Fuck that. <laughs> and then there are people who are just like, we want to ship Reza and Winry. And it's like, okay, well, Femslash is good, but they're still underage. Winry is still a teenager. This this fandom is fucked. <laughs> Anyway, you could have just been like, "Oh, he was twenty-one, and that would have saved so much complaints." <laughs> Some people ship Ling and Greed, which is kind of fun. I kind of like that one. They're That's the same fine. body, so you know what? That's got real V and Johnny Silverhand I, dynamics. That doesn't bother me. It's yeah, no, that one's fun. I like that. Literal one. children. I know. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> everyone is quite shocked to see the eighteen-year-old back, and are surprised that Elle's memory is returned. Winry is apparently already in Central, by some finger-wavy time bullshit, and she gets to work on making new limbs for Ed. So in the meantime, Al happily pushes him around in a wheelchair. Nobody has really changed too much, because that, be, that would be what the author doesn't want. Major Armstrong is definitely still the same anyway. That's true. Major Armstrong is eternal. <laughs> I love him. And pretty much everyone is still around, including Rose. Ed's saddened to hear that Izumi died, though. (laughs) Whatever, apparently. She doesn't matter. But he can't say he's exactly surprised, considering the shape she'd been in the last time he saw her. Wow. Okay, cool. Okay. (laughs) No justice for Izumi. (laughs) She's, like, the best character. He's a bit surprised to see Roy, though, especially because of the eye patch and the slightly lopsided-looking haircut. But overall, he seems to be the same as before. I always knew you were alive, Full Metal, is the first thing he says when he comes to Ed's room, later when it's dark and raining, and Al waves at him. General, Ed greets with a smile, and he doesn't try to hide how happy he sounds to see him. It seems you've gotten yourself into some trouble, Roy utters, gesturing to Ed's missing limbs. No matter where you are, trouble seems to follow you like a a magnet, doesn't it, Full Metal? Makes sense, I suppose. Ed rolls his eyes. Dumb Roy with his dumb magnet and metal puns. Nice eye patch. Ed comments then. Should have covered your mouth, though. <laughs> Burn. That's a good line, at least. <laughs> Brother. Still as smart mouth as ever, I see. I'm glad you haven't changed too much. It's about time you came home. Three years is a long time. Edward smiles. Yeah, you're not wrong. Er, yeah, you're not kidding. Sorry, my brain was like, no, this would be funnier. <laughs> Al stands up, then... Al stands up then to go get him and Ed something to eat. At least that's why he says he's leaving, but Ed knows he's really just leaving so he and Roy can catch up a little and fuck. So, (laughs) Ed begins as Roy sits down in the chair beside his bed. What happened to your eye? Archer, Roy replies, shrugging. And your limbs? What happened to those? Lost the auto-male ones when Al restored my flesh limbs, but then lost those two (laughs) when I saved him and went to that other world. I see. It seems Al f- filled him in on what Al. It seems Al filled him in on what Ed already told him about the other world. Al and Ed are two kind of hard names for me to say. I don't know why. 
It's quiet for a while, and Ed doesn't really know what to say. He sighs out, rubbing at his aching shoulder and then his leg after, frowning. He remembers that one night, when the other Roy helped soothe the pain, and his face heats up. Do they hurt? Roy suddenly asks, and Ed looks up at him, blinks, and then nods. Yeah, they really get achy when it rains, or whenever the weather suddenly changes, actually. Here, Roy murmurs, rubbing Ed's shoulder for him, so he can rub his leg at the same time. Roy would never... He'd say to suffer. <laughs> Builds character. Thanks, Ed says, and then goes quiet for a moment before he chuckles a little. You know, there is another version of you in that other world. Is there? Roy's fingers keep working on his shoulder and Ed nods. Yeah, but he's different than you in some ways. He fucks me, for one. <laughs> I don't say that. They didn't write that. I'm sorry, I should stop doing that. I'm, I'm just letting you get to the end of the story before I we're do al- my commentary. We're almost there. Don't worry. <laughs> He smokes, eats candy, and isn't in the military. He has both eyes still, too, and he isn't usually a bastard. Roy gives a soft sigh at that, so he's better than me is what you're trying to tell me. Oh, oh no. But Edward shakes his head, cheeks pink, as he stares down at the foot of the bed. No, actually, I didn't like him quite that much. You liked him enough to fuck him? Jesus Christ, Ed. (laughs) What a dick. Roy looks at him, a small smile on his lips. Really? He asks, amused. Now, why is that? Ed rolls his eyes. No matter how hard I tried to pretend, he just could never be the same bastard that I... That you... Roy presses him with that same amused smile, and Ed gives him a glare, face turning a dark shade of red. Oh, you just shut up, he says, eyes narrowed as he pouts a little. Jerk. It's okay to admit that you look up to me. <laughs> Roy tells him, chuckling. <laughs> That's not what it is. And Ed looks at him a little perplexedly. That isn't what he was going to admit at all. What the hell are you talking about, he asks with his own laugh. And now it's Roy's turn to be confused. That wasn't what I was going to say. Then what? Yeah, shithead, you just backed yourself back into that corner. Good job. Ed only smiles, and they're both quiet for a little bit, listening to the sound of the rain. I always tried so hard to stop dreaming about coming back home when I thought it was impossible. But now that I'm back, and I'm glad I never stopped. But now I'm back, and I'm glad I never stopped. I couldn't. I needed to come back to see the real Al and see if he was okay, to see all my friends again, to see the real you, and remind myself that he could never measure up to you. He could never be you. Jeez, this is shitty. Perhaps I wouldn't have felt as sad if if he really had been. I'm so fucking itchy. Yeah. Just rip off my nose. Make it, make it go away. I'm sure you're going to edit that part out. <laughs> Roy looks at him, staying quiet for now. Ed meets his eyes and smiles again a little sadly. I really wanted him to be. And before he loses the moment, he just he gently presses their lips together, left hand coming up to grab a hold of Roy's military jacket, pulling him closer and keeping him in place. The older of the two doesn't kiss back immediately but he does still slowly at first unsure of himself his fingers run through ed's long hair as he relaxes a bit more and ed only barely pulls away to speak waited three years he manages to get out in a whisper between soft breaths and kisses sliding his hand up to roy's shoulder never imagined could be like this edward please hold me ed finally says breaking the kiss for good i hate when characters say hold me it's just like just say you want a hug bro (laughs) like it's not an embarrassing word please hold me me is embarrassing embrace me embrace me i need to remind myself that i'm here i'm home and you're real 
Roy touches his cheek. I'm glad you're home, he utters, running a hand through his blonde hair soothingly, almost affectionately. <laughs> Are you still doubting affection after you two just made out? Wow, you two got problems. He scoots his chair forward and pulls Ed's smaller body into his, wrapping his arms around him. We all are. I'm glad to be back, Ed murmurs into his chest, and when Roy connects their lips once more, Ed decides that the taste of cinnamon suits Roy much better than that of strawberry. Jeez! This fix this shits! <laughs> are we done? Yeah, that's it. Okay. What's your um, commentary? I, I don't normally do this because I know Ariel told us we're not supposed to do this, but I'm going to say it. This story is bad. <laughs> this is a bad story. Yeah. This was not a good fan fiction. I'm sorry, person named PewDiePie who wrote this. Not, not, you You got to go back and uh, to the drawing board on this one. I have so many issues with... I understand fe- fan fiction, like, hey, this one is this specific character shipped with another character. Mm-hmm. But if Ed went to another dimension, he is going to end up falling in love with freaking Winry in that dimension, too. <laughs> unless if she's canonically dead in that fan fiction, she's not going to go, oh, Roy, I know it could never be in this world, but in this dimension, maybe we could fuck. <laughs> but also... I don't like you at all. You kind of suck. Um, <laughs> bye. Yeah, that's that was weird to me. So, like, the reason I thought this was an interesting to pick for Fix It is because I don't think this is much of a Fix It. This is a horrible Fix It. Yeah. This is... You didn't fix anything. You, this is literally... No. You, I mean, I think they were fiction, fixing the end of Conqueror of Shambhala, which is kind of a bummer, if I remember. But basically, the fix is just, he goes back to the normal worlds. Like, why didn't you just write it in the normal canon, then? Why did you have to specifically do Conqueror of Shambhala? It would have been more interesting if they'd done it as, like, both Roy's intrigued him. Um, But he was so obviously not interested in Shambhala's Roy. It's not my Roy. And where's this? So why bother, And I know they probably answered in this, but where's Ed in the Shambhala universe? He's just dead. Yeah, he's okay. dead. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm trying to remember now if Shambhala... I'm pretty sure it does follow what they set out in the f- in the first part of the fic where he's transported by the gate to this alternate timeline. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Um, and the Ed in that story, I think, is already dead. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> it also doesn't matter, unfortunately. Um, this person is not fixing anything from Shambhala. And also... If this is a story where they're saying Mustang is not a military man at all, yeah, he wasn't in the in the Shambhala universe. How do they meet? Um, good point. Because <laughs> it's like, well, if that's the case, why would he know anything about Ed? Good point. And Alphonse in the first place. I can't they're, remember how they meet. They, I have to see this movie just because of that. Because <laughs> that's going to annoy me. Because if not, it's like... That's bad. Ed literally just hunted down Mustang because he's like, I need a fuck buddy. <laughs> and you might not know me in this dimension. But um, in another dimension, we're like pretty not good friends. And I want to fuck you in that dimension. Um you cool with that here? Also, you kind of suck. I just want you to know that ahead of time before I leave. Yeah, he was just kind of a dick. And I mean, like, characterizing Ed as a, a dick is... Pretty, Ed is a dick. He's, he's pretty, not a dick. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's a teenager. I mean, yeah. he's extremely self-centered because... <laughs> don't take this the wrong way. 
a lot of teenagers are. Um, and I mean, they've gone through enough trauma that it's okay for them to be self, self-interested. Um, Ed and Al never really look too far beyond the scope of their own problems. Um, but yeah, you're right. It's really, it's it was super weird for him to go out of his way to form this connection with this alternate Roy and then decide he doesn't like him, but still continue to have sex with him. We can't fix the Shambhala universe <laughs> until we fix the actual <laughs> issues of how does Mustang know fucking Ed in the first place before sh- we could just assume sure that there's they're... a reason in the story because i mean mustang is in that movie so there's there's a reason that they all know each other but <sighs> alphonse is also not in the military like i said he's got his his body he's like an inventor um because there's you know there's not alchemy in that universe so it's more of like a steampunk kind of thing um overall the movie was super weird really poorly received but it's also not canon and I'm sorry, PewDiePie, but your <laughs> your story, I know you're trying to, like, get from point A back to point B and do the whole thing, it's a but... It's plot jumping. It felt like it dragged on. Yeah. It felt like I was sitting here for 45 minutes, and I, I know. was only sitting here for, like, 10. Yeah. Um, I, I'm that, sorry. that one was interesting, too, because the word count on that one was, I think, 2,900, um, which is about in the middle of what I usually try to get us. The max is 4K. Um, but even as I was like pre-reading, I was like, oh my God, this goes on forever. This has got to be like 3,900, right? And I was like, no, I was like, oh, okay. I guess Uh, this is just one that didn't. Plot, dense plot. It didn't draw me in. No, it didn't for me either. And Um, I hate to be the nitpicky guy, but it's just, it was, I I felt like I had too many problems, which it sucks (laughs) because I'm like, I feel like this is not a good representation of an actual fix it scenario. No. So I don't want to dislike <laughs> this type of fan fiction. Yeah. But for right now, it's going to be one of those situations where it's like, well, I kind of feel neutral about this because that was a bad example, <laughs> I unfortunately. Feel ne- I feel neutral. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I kind of the same way. Like, fix it is kind of an interesting trope anyway because I don't know that it's really much of a trope. It's just kind of a thing fan fiction fiction does yeah it's just fan fiction it's just what fan fiction does i mean even if people don't tag their stories fix it basically all of them are so few people write canonical ship stories that if you're shipping something that's not canon it's a fix it fic the only way you can get a uh, the only way you can get out of it being a fix it is if it was literally just the story and you were a (laughs) sideline character just like kind of commenting on it yeah like experiencing the entire story but like you're in the universe you have to literally just be like yep this happened directly (laughs) word for word in the book or movie or whatever (laughs) and it's like cool was uh anything to happen i don't know i fucked this other random guy in this movie that never makes the appearance (laughs) yeah i so i think sorry i'm just being weird no you're right like that it's it's kind of a weird thing to even tag. So there are kind of shades of fix it. So the ones that actually tag it most times um, are very pointedly trying to fix something they do not agree with. Something that canonically happens that they don't like. Um, character death, ships. Anyway. Anyway. So um, before we get into discussion this time, I think we should probably do ratings because... I have a tendency to give shit away when I talk too much. So You know never. <laughs> where do you think I would rate fix it fix? 
Um, as I was, as always, I'm going to pull up our handy dandy chart to give me an idea of the five ratings that there is that I always forget. <sighs> okay, so I think I would probably. <sighs> this is a hard one to judge because <laughs> everything is fixed. Like yeah. literally. So think of it more in terms of the ones that like the sole purpose of the fic is to fix something. So, like, the story is written with a goal in mind. I think you would put it on Like It. Shit, you are right. Oh, cool. <laughs> two episodes, two points this episode. Fuck me. All right. Maybe later. Damn it. You know, I gotta cut that. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> All of our two listeners. Oh, no. <laughs> What? These two people who have been dating for seven years? No. How dare they? <laughs> um, so yeah, you're correct. Good job. Um, so yeah, I like it. Yay. <laughs> I did a thing for once. You did. Good job. So on stories that have like a goal in mind and accomplish that goal, I like it. Because I like to see what people um, can imagine up, you know? And if it jives with what I would think would happen, so much the better. I just think this was a poor example, so it was like, I can't base it on yeah. that. I figured you would probably like this because I feel like it's a very good, easy topic to yeah. change. And I feel like this would be a scenario where I'd honestly put this as my first I like it also. Oh, good. Just because I can't judge it on this, and I feel like a lot of them is just changing a, a little bit where it's yeah. not like outrageous. Unfortunately, this one was one of the outrageous <laughs> ones. So I'm going to switch mine to I like it too, Good. but um, yeah, I you, you can't judge entire genre on one fic. Yeah. So yeah, like with fix it fix, I, I feel like there tend to be kind of different amounts, you know, yeah. different lengths that they'll go to. So if there's if it's just like specific spoke. If it's just focused on one specific point, you can still even diverge a story really far from that. If it's something really major, like saving a character from death, how would the story be different if that character lived? So they can be really long pieces like that basically become an alternate universe unto themselves, or it can be a short little thing. Um, on a scale of one to ten, what would you put this as, this uh, one that we just did? Oh, don't make me rate them. That's just mean. Okay, that's fair. I didn't like it. <laughs> we'll just say that. I still I'm think. Sorry, PewDiePie. <laughs> I still you have think the like writing two is pretty trillion good. subscribers, so I can't feel too bad. <laughs> I still actually think their writing is pretty good. Um, their writing was pretty good. I had a few like, <laughs> I rubbed his shoulder and his <laughs> thigh at the same time. I, I, was, know, like, I was like, no, it's kind of weird, but whatever. <laughs> um, something I always recommend to people because. I have, as I have attested to before, I am a better editor than I am a writer. Um, there's just not a lot of editing that happens in the fanfic community. But one suggestion I always tell people is if you're not sure how your writing is working, read it out loud. If it sounds doofy, it's doofy. <laughs> I actually used to do this when I was in college. I would read my essays out loud to make sure. Because it also helps you catch typos, um, which is a huge problem in fan fiction. I actually found a couple while I was reading and fixed them as I was reading aloud. Um, 
but yeah, it, it, read read your stories out loud. You'll you'll know if they sound weird. Do this is kind of off topic, but yeah. do people who write fan fiction normally do different colors for characters for text, or no. do they just normally do it all in one? And no, there's no there's no formatting on Ao3. The most yeah. you can do is you know bold and italics. Okay. Most people don't I wasn't even sure use that. They, I use the shit out of italics, though. I wasn't sure if they did anything to de- diff- Didn't, uh, d- 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 differentiate. Differentiate. Thank yeah. you. That word between the characters. <laughs> I can. <laughs> I, I know words. I know vocabulary. <laughs> I can't say words. Speaking is hard. Oh, yes. We haven't done a lot of talking. Well, uh, uh, except for just talking to each other for the past year. Yeah, I. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you and I basically talk in verbal shorthand anyway at this point. So I talk in Uggs and grunts. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so no, nothing like that. But most times most authors know to attribute their dialogue. Um also if you're if you're good at character voice, it's pretty easy to intuit who's speaking. I know it's probably harder for you because you're listening to it you're not reading it but when you're reading the transcript you can tell when it goes back and forth between two you know characters and if there's only two in a conversation which is usually the case in most fan fiction attribution isn't always required a lot of my writing actually forgoes it because usually it's just two characters right except for my undertale au fan fiction which is over 20 characters I remember I was reading that story again recently. I was like, oh shit, I needed to do better. I needed to do better with the attribution. And it's reading these stories that's made me realize it. Oh, so you are a masochist. Oh, I totally am. Um, reading some of my old stuff is always like, oh god, why? And then I remind myself now that it's on your list and I cringe harder. Um, yeah, so there's not much there's not much discussion we can have with fix it um i'm glad that you like it like i said if it's done well um it can it can be interesting which i guess can go ahead and move into our wrecks so i'm gonna wreck the two stories i would have read if spencer hadn't gotten it correct even though i don't particularly actually recommend these it's just i found the i did the work to find them so you know what go read them um So earlier when I mentioned you think of an IP that is an ending everybody hates, it's hard to think of one more hated, except maybe Game of Thrones, than Sherlock. Everybody hates the end of Sherlock. Depends on what version of Sherlock you're going for, though. <laughs> the if one, you the be one everybody has seen. Um, uh, yes, the uh, Will Ferrell Sherlock movie <laughs> that everybody saw in oh, the theaters. Fuck, fuck off. Um, no. So this is a Sherlock story. It's fixing a very particular part of Sherlock that people hate, which is the fact that um, John Locke is not canon, even though they were implying that it was going to be. It's called The story's called Not So Difficult by Sherlockian Forever. Um, it's Sherlockian, the number four, E-V-R. Um, so there's apparently a scene where Sherlock and John get drunk, and then it ends with just John going home for the night. You can probably guess what they change about that about that scene. It's real short, quick um, little drabble. One walks the other one home, and then they... <laughs> like a good friend would do. And then they depart, yep. and they all live happily ever under. <laughs> anyway, so that one's, a, that one's a funny little one. And then the other one is uh, a real fucking weird one called Chateau Lobby Number 4. 
by Andromeda underscore Starline. This is a cyberpunk story. Cyberpunk is a game that also has a very hated end. The best part about that one is that it's got multiple hated endings. Every single ending to that game is miserable. (laughs) I can, and I can say that because I like the game. That's kind of spoilerly because I mean, not a lot of people are going to play it, but you know, it's still kind of newer. The only spoilers that hints at revolve around Johnny. Um, so most people already know at this point, but if you're playing the game and you haven't finished it, go into that one with, you know, some spoilers possible for you. Um, it's pretty vague in the end. Um, it's so weird. It does not explain anything. <laughs> it's, it's about V and Johnny getting married. And if you're familiar with the game at all, you'll know that that's weird because Johnny is just a memory in V's head. <laughs> Even I knew that. I was like, what? This story fixes Johnny not having a body. <laughs> I married my own brain. <laughs> For my actual recommendation this week is a good one. If you want an actual good V and Johnny Silverhand story, I recommend Sunsets by Seraph Fighter. S-E-R-A-P-H-F-I-G-H-T-E-R. Um, this is a cute little one. Johnny inexplicably has a body again, but uh, you just have to accept that when you're reading cyberpunk Johnny fanfiction. He always has a body. Everybody wants to fuck Johnny, and the it's only way true. that happens is if he has He's a body. <laughs> no, that's actually... I actually have run, read one smut story where Johnny is still just the construct in her brain, and he basically just tricks her brain into having an orgasm. <laughs> it's actually pretty good. <laughs> I'll recommend that one next the, week if I can find it again. I was thinking more of the Stargate universe where they go into an alternate <laughs> digital dimension and they just fuck there instead. Yeah, no, nothing like that. It's, <laughs> because it, in the game, it is implied that Johnny can make V's brain simulate feeling. Because at one point he slaps you and you recoil as if you've been slapped. So people are like, well, that would work for fucking, obviously. <laughs> It's it's actually it was an interesting read. Um so yeah, Sunsets by Sarah Fighter. It's a cute little it's a cute little story. All right, so that's it for our Rex, that's it for our discussion. Last thing we have to do this week is Ficklibs. So let me go ahead and hand Spencer the book. It's Ficklibs. Ficklibs. Fick. If we're gonna start doing songs for our bits, we're gonna have to have one for every bit. You don't have to do it for every bit, but we could. All right. I liked my fake lips one. It was bad. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad, but in a good way. The rest, like the rest of our podcast. I have to moisten my lips. Don't mind me. <laughs> Stop. I'm trying not to actually make too much noise when doing this. <laughs> this one is called Inter-Office Fail. Sounds kind of... Anyway. This one's called Inter-Office Fail. James had finally found a job as a detective. The hours were long and he was often worried. One clear night he was headed home late and ran into Zelda outside the office. Do you want to explain who James is? James is James from Pokemon (laughs) and Team Rocket. There. (laughs) I told you to do it and you didn't do it. (laughs) Well, do you want me to start over then? No. (laughs) Keep going. Hey man, they said. Want to come have dinner with me? Maybe I can help you get that promotion. Halt! James eloped and thought he was going to be escaped instead. He heard a smoky sound. Oh, sorry, I read that weird. When he turned around, he saw a hardened man standing over Zelda. 
Ugh. Ew, a hardened man. Uh-oh. 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 James hadn't seen him in weeks. Danger. <laughs> it's you, Zelda said. You left because you couldn't stand me. What do they know, Han Solo groused? <laughs> Han Solo is from Star Wars, in case anybody needed You're to know that. You're such an ass. <laughs> Zelda's from Legend of Zelda, in case you wanted to know. Not Zelda Williams. There is a difference. What if Zelda was a grill? <laughs> You're amazing they don't get it, Han Solo. Oh, God, you're amazing. They don't get it, Han Solo walked him home. The next day, James came to work to find his boss waiting. We found the book you stole, his boss said. The police are on their way. You're going to plushy jail. Ooh, kinky. Fine. James didn't know what to do. I don't know what happened to the book. Wait, Han Solo walked into the office. You, I thought you were on vacation, the boss said. I went to the bar to deal with my uncle's inheritance, Han Solo said. Now that I'm done, I'm taking James with me. He inherited a lot of diamonds. Good it's a good thing you inherit it. But he's a criminal, the boss said. Try asking Zelda about that, Han Solo said. And much to his surprise, James found himself fled safely away to Han Solo's new estate. He was very glad that Han Solo was such a creamy, protective sondre. <laughs> Ew. Creamy. <laughs> Creamy. Yucky. Delicious. I felt like most of the words I chose were very just like normal words for yeah. other than like the hardened and creamy. <laughs> yeah. That's why I tried. <laughs> usually when I have Spencer give me these words, other than the first week we did it, um, we're usually just sitting in our living room. Um, which So this week I actually brought the book out with us to complete while we were waiting to get our shots. Um, but then I forgot to bring it into the building with me, so we didn't actually do it. So we did it in the living room again this week. I don't know. Maybe now that we're vaccinated next time, we'll go out to, like, a coffee shop or something, and you'll be able to think of some different words. I'm sorry. Am I boring you? No. <laughs> He's playing with the cat. She was giving me claws, and her nose is drippy, and Aww, I was looking at the cat. I'm poor sorry. drippy cat. <laughs> Okay, well, that was our episode this week, guys. I hope you enjoyed. I want to go to the coffee shop now because I'm tired of being in the house. I'm hungry. I am hungry, too. I would like to eat something for dinner. Get some wontons. We can make some ramen. We don't have wontons. Wonton soup. Yeah. Oh, we We got Chinese last night. I'm an idiot, okay? Are you guys entertained hearing (laughs) about what we're going to eat for dinner? (laughs) I'm going to have my leftover... uh, what was it? Sesame chicken <laughs> with some rice and some wonton soup. I hope you're hungry now. You're welcome. I'm definitely not trying to just pad the length of this episode. <laughs> Episode's not that short, I hope. I don't know. Anyway, hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys come back in two weeks for our next episode. Um, whenever Spencer decides he wants to read our first story from my library, I'll post it on Twitter. So if you're not following us there... This is a good segue for me to include, <laughs> for me to suggest you go do that. Go give us a like on Facebook. Um, Spoilers, the next story will either be Sonic or one of Ariel's AUs. <laughs> so look forward to that. Um, we are, uh, I do also link my Tumblr on um, all of our stuff, so go follow me there. I'll give you a follow back. We are following everybody back right now. Um, 
a reminder as well, we are reading reviews. If you review us, I will read it on the pod. To that point, I did want to mention that Caitlin liked episodes four and five of our podcast. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you, as our, always, Caitlin. Our number one supporter, as always. And also thank you to Caitlin, Meg, and Ashley, who have subscribed to our podcast. So you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for continuing to support us. Um, our email is rated for rated t for effort at gmail.com if you've got recommendations longer form criticism suggestions anything you think might help us out we're always willing to hear it um but yeah other than that i ain't got no more socials to plug and i promise we'll have stronger content in the future we've just been horribly (laughs) timed with being sick the last few recordings we have done so i apologize for that one day i'll get us back on our actual regular recording we will be back to normal soon enough (laughs) we promise All right, go get vaccinated. Bye, everybody. Bye.